Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. And a Happy New Year. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. Support for Trump is cratering. England is out of the World Cup. And Elon just got booed at a Dave Chappelle stand-up. Hallelujah. Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? Hi, kids. You are listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast, Does Recruitment Marketing. I'm your co-host, Joel Cudley as a Cactus Cheeseman. This is Chad. Lethal Weapon is a Christmas movie. So wash. Julie bringing joy to the world, Callie. On this episode, it's sugar plums in your pie hole and coal in your stocking. Let's do this. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Happy holidays, kids. Happy holidays, all the holidays. Loving life here in uh, 20 degree Celsius weather, which is uh, about 68 degrees Fahrenheit for you. You suck, dude. Nobody <laughs> nobody likes you. This is why no one invites you to the parties, Chad. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm in New England with a beautiful snow-covered uh, atmosphere. She, Ooh, she loves that's it. That's lovely. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. You, you should be in the spirit for this one. All right. So we're taking a break from the hard-hitting news and commentary yes. that, we're, that we're known for, mm. and we're going to do a little holiday fun. We're going to go through each of us, and we're going to talk about our favorite holiday songs and movies, but also because it is the Chad and Cheese with Julie Callie, we're also doing the worst holiday songs yes. and holiday movies. According you to us. You guys ready for this? Let's do it. Before we get to the list. Oh, yeah. I want to highlight uh, the folks at Recruitment Marketing are putting on a little vote, a little contest. Awards. Julie, Julie, tell us about that and and, and how the the kids out there can vote. Give a gift, if you will, to the Chad and Cheese podcast. And what do we win? Yeah. Do you enjoy this podcast? (laughs) Well, you should go to rmvote.com. Uh, we're doing a survey for the audience to find out what is their favorite podcast, what is their favorite job site, um, asking a couple questions to find out um, what people love, what shows they love, what sites they love, um, so we can give out some awards to the industry in January. Conferences. Conferences, Conferences are on there. As well. You guys cover all the bases, all the bases, rmvote.com, kids. So do we, do we win alcohol? That's the question. <laughs> you we win glory. You win glory and bragging rights. <laughs> glory and the metaphorical gutting of our competition. Okay. That's what we get. That's okay. what we get to do. Shall we get to the list, people? Let's do it. 
All right. First up, let's talk favorite holiday films. Mm. Chad, you're up. Oh, yeah. So a staple that we have watched ever since I was a little kid, 1954's White Christmas with Bing Crosby, Danny Kaye, Rosemary Clooney, and Vera Ellen. Uh, This is a, a standard for all Christmas movies. It's even in Technicolor. And VistaVision, which in the 1950s was the ancestor of of 4K movie resolution for Uh for all you kids out there. Anyway, White Christmas is a comedy, a musical, and a love story set just after World War II. Uh, Danny and and Bing find themselves snowed in in a lodge in the hills of Vermont, much like uh, Julie Calley is probably right now. And uh, it's just a great film. And it's one that you can watch over and over and over and just get you in the Christmas spirit. So I love, and the kids love, White Christmas. So great that you've lost everyone under 40 on our podcast. That's Chad's vote for best holiday film. Julie, what's your fave? Oh, this is really hard to pick because there's so many that I love. But um, what I really enjoyed and I watched a lot when I was young was Scrooged. I am a huge Bill Murray fan. Bill Murray. Um, I love... And the 80s hair. The mullet, Bill (laughs) Murray. Yes, he did have a mullet in that. Um, There are so many lines from that movie that we quote in our house on a regular basis. So I'd say that is a daily part of my life, that movie. Scrooge. Came out in 89? I think 88, 89. Yeah, that was, that was, I remember it was like a new and modern movie for Christmas. Um, yeah, it's a good story. It's a good comedy. I I really love that. Trust me. It'll be new for a lot of our listeners. They'll, they'll consider that one new, especially after Chad's pick from 1824. (laughs) This is a really new. All right. All right, kids. Uh, so my favorite movie for the holiday season, a Christmas story, Ralphie, who doesn't love Ralphie, Red Rider, uh, came out in 1983, which Ralphie was roughly the same age as I was when the movie came out. So there's a little bit of a special yes. sort of bond that I have there with with Ralphie. In Ohio. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie, Ralphie hopes to get a Red Rider BB gun for Christmas. Uh, insanity ensues uh, with dogs in the neighbor, uh, bullies in the lot, etc. Uh, the film also took place or filmed partially in Cleveland, Ohio where I lived for 10 years and still have a special place in my heart. Um, If you're ever in Cleveland, uh, the the house that this movie was filmed in is a a museum that you can go visit. (laughs) The Bumpus's house next door where Uh the dog, the Bumpus's dogs, that is also uh, available to tour. And you can also spend the night in the Bumpus's house if you're so inclined Hmm. um, to do so. Can can you buy a leg lamp? (laughs) Terminal Tower, if you're in Cleveland, is at the beginning of the movie. There's a there's a parade that goes through downtown Cleveland. Uh, a little history on the movie. Jack Nicholson was supposed to play the fa- the part of the father, who uh, instead was played by Darren McGavin, mm-hmm. a famous actor. But because Nicholson had just gotten done filming The Shining, they didn't <laughs> think that him being like a holiday Christmas dad uh, was really something that, that made a lot of sense. Peter Billingsley, who plays Ralphie in the movie, uh, beat out Will Wheaton for you Star Trek fans okay. and Stand By Me wow. fans uh, for the part of that. And uh, to me, it's just an, it's a great American classic, 30s and 40s. It's supposed to take place in northern Indiana, where I live today. So there's a lot of connections to the Midwest. 
Uh, but for me, uh, A Christmas Story is just a great movie. National Lampoon's Vacation was a close second for me, but A Christmas Story does win out yes, on this Christmas one. Vacation, yes. Shitter's full, Clark. That's always... Shitter's full, Clark. Oh, yes. Nice. Holy shit. And there's so the many things off? we can relate to with our families in that, right? The play out. Yes. <laughs> no one picked Die Hard, which I was... I was. Uh, I think I thought somebody might do that. All right, let's, look, let's get to the, uh, the worst holiday movies for everybody. Chad, who you got? It's the pure antithesis of what Christmas films represent. Uh, Christmas films represent family, togetherness, tradition, much like White Christmas. Mm-hmm. But that movie is Bad Santa from 2003. Billy Bob Thornton <laughs> plays a con man, and he and his partner pose as Santa and his little elf and they rob the department stores on Christmas Eve. Uh, they try to turn this into kind of like this anti-hero kind of movie thing mm-hmm. with Billy Bob. Feel good. When he, when he befriends this little fat kid who's getting bullied. Anyways, no family, no togetherness, no tradition, just incredibly awkward scenes. And one line that I've never heard in a movie before, quote, yeah, Mary, you're not going to shit right for a week. That escalated quickly. <laughs> I believe Bad Santa set out to do. You are selling me on it being a bad movie. (laughs) Exactly what they wanted was to create the worst Christmas movie of all time. And they did that. All right. Bad Santa. All right, Julie, who you got for worst holiday film? I, I think it's whenever somebody tries to put a sequel you know, and, and Joel, I'm with you. I love the Christmas story. And they just came out with the sequel, Christmas Story 2. Not a, not a fan. Another history, There's there's been three remakes of that movie, which no one has ever really? seen. And that's perfectly okay, fine. So yeah, yeah, I yeah, guess there's yeah. uh, all the, between and one and two. And a new one on Netflix now. Yeah. But yeah, all no of thanks. them. So I'm with you on the sequels, um, man. There's Don't... Jingle All the Way 2. There's Home Alone 2. The Santa Claus. The Santa Claus 2. How many of those are um, there? Jeez. Whenever they try to do a sequel, it never goes well. Martin Short couldn't even save that. <laughs> Awful. Awful. Awful movies. All right. All the sequels get a big boo. Wow. I'm Julie Kelly. All right. So my, my worst movie uh, also happens to be my wife's favorite holiday oh, movie my god uh and i, and I oh, need no. to make sure that i'm loaded up on buffalo trace and old forester uh whenever we watch it if if i want to make it through there so my wife's favorite movie and my least favorite is babes in toyland oh. from 1986 uh this movie starred a probably coked out and drunk 11 year old drew barrymore <laughs> as well as uh, Keanu Reeves. So if you haven't seen this, it's sort of a Dorothy uh, Wizard of Oz thing where uh, Drew Barrymore lives in Cincinnati, Ohio. Yes, I've got a duo Ohio combo for my best and worst. Cincy, yeah. Cincy, yeah. And there's a horrible song, Cincinnati. I don't want to sing it because I'll throw up on the podcast. But she gets knocked out. Uh, she goes in this mystical land where there are police bears and battling toy soldiers. There's a bad guy named Barnaby uh, who in the real world is like a sexual harassing uh, boss that she has at work. Keanu Reeves, which frankly is the only star and, sh- and standout in this movie that's worth watching, uh-huh. is on it. 
Um, Drew Barrymore is forced to to marry this Barnaby guy who's also apparently related to her in some way. Um, <laughs> it's just so there's some sort of like bottle of evil instead of instead of a witch or the, the it's just is it's this really House bad. of and Dragons? Then, it sounds like House of Dragons. <laughs> no dragons, I don't think. Okay. Would Again, I'm about better. I'm about I'm about four old fashions in by the time the end of this thing this thing goes down. But she she comes to remember when Dorothy came to and the whole family's there and like, hey, Dorothy, you just had a bad dream. So Drew Barrymore, I think, is in a car wreck and gets like a major head gash. She wakes up at home, not in the hospital. Right. Like you got to love the 80s, like rub some dirt on it and get over it, kid. Be Fine. Um, Again, horrible movie. Babes in Toyland, 1986. The only redeeming thing is Keanu Reeves who is so 80s cool, I can hardly stand it. Uh, you can have Rob Lowe, Patrick Swayze, and Andrew McCarthy. For me, only River Phoenix was cooler in the 80s. But this movie is a big stinker. Babes in <laughs> Toyland, 1986. We'll be right back to talk about our worst and favorite holiday songs. You've got questions. We've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. All right, let's get musical with it. (laughs) Talking about (laughs) favorite and least favorite (laughs) holiday songs. Chad, what's your favorite holiday tune? Merry Christmas. Off the, the, the album... Merry Christmas by Mariah Carey, 1994 Christmas album. Uh, first and foremost, you you just got to check out the album cover and then listen to this <laughs> sexy, sultry sounds of, of Mariah Carey. Uh, What's but on the, the mo- cover? I don't the, know. The, it's a, a hot little Mariah Carey in a, okay. in, in, in so a, that's... In a tight Santa outfit. <laughs> let me keep going here. You're in the zone, man. I'll let you yeah, go. Yeah. So the most played song... All I Want for Christmas is You, which is probably one that Julie hates because she heard it over and over and over. Uh, it makes $600,000 every year in royalties alone. Jeez. Just that one song. $600,000. Oh Plus, again, check out the album cover. That's my favorite. Mariah Carey. <laughs> love the album, but the song All I Want for Christmas is You and the album cover. Thank you. All right. That's a Chad fave, although I think. I think we need a category for best cover, according to Chad and his his commentary there. All right, Drew, let's get to your favorite holiday tune. My what is it? Favorite is definitely the Christmas song by Nat King Cole. Like his version of it, I just love his voice. I I hear that song and I just want to snuggle under a blanket with a hot chocolate by the fire, looking at the Christmas tree. I just feel all the feels when I hear that song. So you should watch. Chad's favorite movie from 1749 <laughs> and your favorite song and feel really old in your lazy boy and your slippers. That's, that's nice. Are you a fan of Nat King Cole, Chad? I know, I know you are, right? Yes. 
anything i mean again we're talking we're talking about christmas we're talking about tradition so therefore yeah. you know you got to get some tradition in there i feel it man i feel it all right <laughs> i my, think you do <laughs> well maybe with this one you'll think okay. i do all right okay. my favorite song so i thought about going old school on this yeah i thought about bing crosby white christmas Ooh. i thought about elvis's blue christmas or maybe maybe some newer stuff like bruce springsteen's Santa Claus is coming to town or maybe even Coldplay's Christmas lights, which I know Chad's a big fan of, but I landed somewhere. I didn't think I would as I dug into this issue. The best holiday song ever is you're a mean one. Mr. Grinch Mm. sung by Thurl Ravenscroft in the sixties cartoon that I watched growing up. And I know Chad did as well. Here's why it's such a great song. Well, if you love you, if you love Yo Mama jokes, self-loathing and being dead inside, and who doesn't? This song helped blaze a trail to all of those things. Here's a hot list of personal attacks from the song. <laughs> You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel. You got termites in your smile. Your heart's an empty hole. You got garlic in your soul. Your heart's a dead tomato splotch with moldy purple (laughs) spots. And the coup de grace on this song was, you're a three-decker sauerkraut and toadstool sandwich with arsenic sauce. Stink, stank, and stunk. The best holiday song ever (laughs) is your mean one, Mr. Grinch, sung by the deep-throated Thurl Ravenscroft. Very much. Very much so. So I've got to throw in a close second because you're going to love this, Cheeseman. You're going to love this. I love Christmas and Hollis. 1987. Bring that back. DMC. Yes. (laughs) It's Christmas time in Holland's Queens. Oh, yeah. Mom's Mom's cooking cooking chicken chicken and and collard greens. greens. (laughs) Rice and stuffing. Macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Love it, Christmas and Hollis. So not last Christmas by Wham. That's not your 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 close second, your honorable mention. And now that's that a little Christmas. bit further down my list. Yes. All right. Well, every, what everyone's you been waiting heart. for <laughs> is everyone's worst. Worst. We're talking about the real stinkers here, everybody. The worst holiday films or sorry songs. Chad, you're up. Okay, so for the band that was obviously trying too damn hard in 1989, the New Kids on the Block released the worst (laughs) Christmas song of all time called Funky Funky Christmas. Just listen to the chorus. Oh, God. Just listen to the chorus of Have a Funky Funky Christmas, and I can confidently say that it's only rivaled by tiny tim's santa claus has got the aids this year this album was released uh, i think at the peak of new kids on the block and this was signaling that they were jumping the shark yeah that was a bad album (laughs) i remember that i didn't i forgot that song until you mentioned it yeah all right that's (laughs) awful okay before i jump out of a window julie uh what's your what's your least favorite holiday song um, well, my least favorite, I mean, I know it's a traditional favorite for many, but for me, um, it's the most wonderful time of year by Andy Williams is Ooh. it brings back memories of working in retail and that song would play on repeat. <laughs> I'd be on my feet for 16 hours a day, lying out the door, people screaming at me, everybody's running out of patience and 
all I could hear is, it's the most wonderful, wonderful time. time. It's that like sucks. torturing you as you're <laughs> in like a state of absolute stress and frenzy to hear that song on repeat. So uh, that one is the absolute worst for me. When I hear it, it brings back trauma. Those are two pretty good bad ones. I don't know if I'm going to be able to top uh, those, but I'm going to try. I'm going to get some pushback on this, I think. So I love the Beatles. I think the Beatles are a gift from God. I don't even know if they're human. <laughs> they may be from another planet. They could be. Kids, if you haven't done this, go listen to every Beatles album from Rubber Soul to Let It Be. And everything you need to know about the human condition will be revealed to you in song. John Lennon's Happy Christmas War is Over is one of my favorite songs. Yeah. However, Paul McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time... <laughs> from 1979 is so oh, awful. On. It breaks my heart every time I hear it because it's such a stain on the Beatles oh. legacy. Let me count the ways that this song sucks. Number one, you simply expect more from a Beatle. You listen to this and think, what in the hell is a Beatle doing singing a song that's not named Ringo? Number two, the synthesizer's Make even 1979 seem over-discoed and cheesy. It's awful. Number three, the lyrics are so sophomoric with kids singing in the background in the chorus. Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, shoot me. So many reasons why this is bad. If this wasn't a Beatles singing, it wouldn't even get played on the radio. What makes it more sickening, mm -hmm. you mentioned the royalties on uh, on one of your songs, Chad. Forbes says this song has made Paul McCartney nearly $15 million since its debut in 1979 in royalty checks. It sucks, and I'm sure Paul is crying all the way to the bank as I'm saying these words. Wonderful Christmas time by Paul McCartney is my least favorite song of the holidays. Thank you very much. It set the it set the standard for how not to use a, synth, a synthesizer, uh, <laughs> but it did have a hook that just doesn't get out of your fucking brain. And it's incredibly sophomore. There's no question because it's for kids and that's a, it's a holiday song. So yeah, it's like a coloring book, but through the vocal cords of Paul McCartney. If, if you remember the Casio keyboards from the <laughs> 70s and 80s, it, it, it gives me nightmares still. So let's let's wrap up here and, and review everyone's favorite. Chad, your favorite movie was? Oh, my God. Uh, White Christmas. Julie, your favorite movie was? Scrooged. My favorite movie was A Christmas Story. Chad, your worst movie? Bad Santa. Julie's worst was every sequel. I'll just go ahead and throw that in there. My, my worst movie is Babes in Toyland, 1986. Ugh. Believe it or not, it's a remake from probably a worse movie from, I think, the 40s or 50s. Mm -hmm. And then we had favorite songs. Chad, you picked... Mariah Carey. That just go buy the album, okay? <laughs> it, first off, buy or one just, album. To, or just to, save it on your computer on screen and have it yeah, as, yeah. Your, as your wallpaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Julie, your favorite holiday uh, song. The Christmas Song by Neck and Cole. Mine was... You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. And our worst holiday songs, Chad? New Kids on the Block, Funky, Funky Christmas. Oh, oh, oh. Julie, you're... Andy Williams, it's the most wonderful time of year. The most Except for when you're in retail. Wonderful time. And mine, as much as it breaks my heart, goes to Paul McCartney's 
wonderful Christmas Are time. And with that, happy holidays, everybody. Time. We love you. We'll get to some real content in the new year. But until then, we, we out. out. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. And a happy new year. Thank you for listening to what's it called? The podcast. The chat. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout-outs of people you don't even know. And yet, you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. So many cheeses. And not one word. So weird. Anywho... Be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.